Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Fins Up Podcast. I am your host, Mort, and I've been bailed on by my ever-loving colleague, Sado Dan, so I went out and found the next best person that I could, and that is everybody's favourite Josh. Josh Bolling, how are you doing, buddy? Good, good, mate. Thanks for having me. That's all right. Um, how have you been, mate? I haven't seen you since my birthday, which has been about, well, five months and five days. So what have you been doing in that time? How did coronavirus hit, uh, treat you? Uh Pretty well, actually. I mean, I didn't lose any work. Um, actually, we got busier, if anything. Um, so I got more hours over time. So it was good, actually. I know how much sport is a big part of your life. How did you go with about three months of nothing? Um, terribly. Yeah. Um, I realized that I don't actually have much going on in my life without sport. <laughs> did, did you have any replays that you were able to watch? Did you have anything on the telly, anything saved? What channels were you yeah. watching? Don't say anything over 18. Um, I've got... Gamble responsibly. I've got the 2016 DVD collection, so I popped that out a couple of times. I actually, my favorite thing about that season is just watching the... Uh, the boys getting their medals. Yeah, that's my favorite. I've watched that a dozen times. Yeah, I, I started doing a. You know, we finished round two, so I watched round three, which was the loss to Manly, and then round four we beat the Storm. Round five just kept it rolling, and then when we got back to round three again, and we played the Tigers, it kind of didn't feel right, but whatever. We're back. Footy's back. Yeah. Footy's back, Josh. Yeah. Um, speaking of some footy, the Storm twenty seven, the Roosters twenty five. Has this been the game of the season so far? I think it might have been one of the best games of the last 10 years. Like, I just couldn't get enough of it. Every time something happened, I was out of my chair like it was Cronulla. Like, I, I loved it. So many clutch plays from clutch players. Yeah, you know? and and the thing about it was going into the game with no Cameron Munster, on the podcast last week, Dan and I turned around and said, like, Munster is just as important to the storm as Cameron Smith is. And then you just find out how important Cameron Smith is because on his day, he's untouchable. It was funny because... He, he didn't really have much of an impact at seven. Like, he was still doing his job. But once he went back into hooker, they just turned it back on. Like, yeah. he's that good. He just turns the screws. Yeah, and, and, you know, as you said, when he was playing the seven, you just, when he moved back into hooker, Jerome Hughes just went, well, I don't have Munster yeah. around. This is my time to shine. And if he can play like that, with Munster coming back and Cameron Smith and Pappenhausen at the back, they're still a scary team. It's probably one of the most underrated spines in the comp, actually. Like, I have a massive thing for Pappenhausen. I know you do. Ryan Papschmier. Yeah. Uh, he, he's just, he's so quick. He doesn't have the ball skills that maybe some of the other fullbacks do, but yeah. he'll, he'll get that. Yeah. With the pace, and then you can't teach that. No, you and the other thing you can't teach about rugby league with a player like Pappenhausen, not only speed, but instinct. Instinct, exactly. He He's one of the best support players in the game. And if he's not supporting, he's quick enough to get there. To Like, any half-break with him is a genuine opportunity. He's that quick. Yeah. And he's under the high ball. He's been excellent. Apart from kick-out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't taking that ball no. either. But he's actually starting to kick the ball more, yeah. too. I know in general play. And, I mean, maybe get to the field goal. But yeah. he's he's got a good boot on him. He can whack it. Yeah. And, and speaking of that field goal, that's the first one he's ever attempted. Yeah. And he even said that it's the first field goal I've ever. Well, did you see in the in the lead up um, during the week he was practicing them from that spot? Yeah. And then then he said to Smithy, "I've got this." Yeah. And then Smith went to him and he nailed it. Mate, clutch from Cameron Smith picking out. You know, Jerome Hughes is on the left. Yeah. They had Riley Jacks on the field. Yeah. He goes to Pappenhausen. Well, no. John's even says like Jacks is on the left, and yeah. he goes Pappenhausen, and yeah. then bang. Yeah, and that's and you're talking about Cameron Smith. That's the correct play to take because everyone ran to the half. He actually five passed eight. left and he wrapped around his back. Yeah. And well, he's the greatest player I've ever seen. He is, man, he's he is insanely good. He is, in, he's going to go down as 
you know, how we talked about Andrew Johns for five or so years, you're going to talk about Cameron Smith like that for about 50 years. The penalty, the Jake Friend penalty, what were your thoughts on it? Uh, I just, I couldn't believe that's how the game was going to end. Like, you wanted that field goal or that that clutch try moment, but it was just so stupid and completely deserved. I don't know what he was thinking. And see, Smith absolutely gave it to him after he did it. He got right in his ear and he, I don't know, I would have loved to know what he said, but... I can't, I can't imagine it was pleasant. <laughs> no. knowing, knowing Cameron Smith, I can't imagine it was, it was pleasant at all. But I, I actually saw some people, and when I say some people, Roosters fans, saying that wasn't a penalty. He should have just gone back and played the ball. What? So he should have been allowed to push him over and then get him up to play the ball? No. Yeah. I mean, he definitely milked it. Like, uh, it was Finucane, wasn't yeah. it? He, he definitely fell easy. The milkman. But, yeah. but it's a penalty every yeah. day of the week. And I'm yeah. glad they blew it. Uh, and I mean, you know, you, you, have, you have to have a look at this. If if our player had done that, uh, you even take 2013 semi-final, uh, John Morris takes out the Manly yeah. player. You can't deny it. It's it's a it's a penalty. Whether or not he would have got there or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. He took him out. I mean, obviously, if, if you don't want a game to end like that in Golden Point, then you make it differential penalties in Golden Point and you can't take penalty goals. Yeah. But still, that's a win's a win. That's yeah. how you got to win the game. And the Storm are probably the only team that could have won that game like that. Yeah. So. Uh, one of the alarming things for me, James Tedesco back, they lose. Now, they haven't lost a game when James Tedesco hasn't played. Yes. So I, <laughs> is I, James Tedesco a handbrake? Yeah, I think uh, she should leave and come to the Sharks. Yes. Yeah. Is he there, Chad Townsend? And can we swap him? <laughs> can we I swap think Chad Townsend? The, the logical solution, yes. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, I didn't see too much of the Friday night games because I was actually out on a work function, but the Raiders 22, the Saints 16. From what I saw of this game, the Raiders were insanely good for about 60 minutes and then clocked off, and it sounds like we're reviewing a Sharks game. Yeah, I thought it was actually a pretty dud game, to be honest. I watched it and... um, I've I've watched the replay. I was bored. uh, The thing I found, like, the Dragons were awful and they still nearly won. So I don't know what that says about Canberra or what it says about the Dragons, but they they had a chance in the last minute to win the game. Yeah. Like, if the ball bounced better for them or, you know, if they tried something different. But it was there for them to win. Yeah. And I'm I'm concerned for Canberra. I, I, I am as well, and I think... Along the lines, you're starting to see the Ricky Stewart effect of when he, he gets comfortable. Bad, yeah. When he gets comfortable at a club, and you saw that incredible year he had at Cronulla in 2008, and then he just completely lost it. Yeah. How he determined Aiden Caesar was not a good fit for their club is beyond me. Did did that signing happen before Aiden had that year though? Because Aiden hadn't been amazing. For the last couple of years, he was there, and then he just turned it on that year. But they'd already signed George Williams. They had they had signed George Williams, but surely, surely you can turn around and go, "Well, Jack Whiten's an incredible player, yeah, and he can play anywhere. Yeah, he's very versatile. Sean's Nickel Clockstad is very versatile. You could easily put Whiten at fullback, Nickel Clockstad in the centres, and you're filling those holes in the Canberra team at the moment. They didn't need to go out and get Curtis Scott. Oh, they had the answers there. I mean, if you had a Caesar, George Williams, um, with Hodgson, and Whiten as a spine, that's a red you, you're now talking about one of the best spines in the competition. Yeah. Nickel Clockstad is really good, but he's not a ball player. He's a ball runner, and yeah. sometimes he becomes a hindrance to him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, I I am concerned about the Raiders. I don't really care. No, <laughs> I'm loving it. Yeah. I, mean... I don't care at all. Um, but, yeah, it's like... Just for for the sheer fact that they're up twenty two nil against the Dragons, a really poor attacking team. Yeah, and then as you said, the Dragons only took it to Golden Point. That is concerning. I think I think it still was a fair result given how bad the Dragons were. But I want to give a, a shout out to Ewan Aiken, who's had a pretty tough last eighteen months. Oh, yeah. 
but he was unstoppable yeah. on on the weekend. He was so good. Like every time he got the ball, he was just beating blokes off. Mate, I think he made like he would have been close to two hundred meters, and I think he set up a try. He's he's found some form again. I like him. Um, I will say this about Matt Dufty. As we talk about good players and generational players, you're going to talk about Matt Dufty as the most inconsistently good player that there is in the game at the moment. Because <laughs> when he sees something, it's on. Yeah. Because he but, can beat anyone there. Yeah. He, he's spe- it, 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 you're talking about Pappenhausen. Yeah. Speed, instinct, support play, and then he goes missing. The good players keep themselves involved yeah. in the game. I think he's still young enough that he could probably work it out. Maybe Mary's not the coach for no. him for that. But there is a very good player in Matt. I, I don't think Mary's the coach for anyone. <laughs> he sucks. Yeah, the Dragons can't wait for 2022 when he can become an assistant coach. <laughs> he is so bad. Yeah, uh, he needs to go. Yeah. I, th- that's, we're we're going to talk about coaching and, and everything that's coming along in the in the news section, but it's, I mean, it's not, it's alarm bells time for the Raiders. And, and the worst part is the Dragons can go out of that game and take something yeah, away from it yeah. and they don't deserve to. No. But they will, and now they can bounce in the next week and say, "Look, we pushed the Raiders, regardless of how they played. We pushed a good team. Yeah, can we go again?" And and they pushed they pushed the Roosters before the the, the week before they pushed. They, the they've shown that they are a good team. They've yeah. got great players. Like yeah. Ben Hunt is still criminally underrated for yeah. mine. I think he's a fantastic player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's copped a lot of shit, uh, but I, I, and he's starting at nine this week yeah. apparently. So right. um, McInnes in the lock. One of the things that I've noticed about the Dragons is they have a lot of good players, but their team doesn't make sense. Their team really does not make any sense. Yeah, but some of the team selections really weird me out. Like they trained like Zach Lomax at fullback all year, and after one or two games, he gets the punt. Yeah. He, he's a great player. Yeah, Zach. Like, they've Lomax got a really good good. center pairing at the moment now with Aiken and Lomax in form. But it just—I don't see what, what's the point of throwing away four months of work. Yeah. Because of one bad or two bad games, like it doesn't make sense to me. Exactly. Yeah, it's the 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 dragon setup for the last two and a half years has not made sense to anyone. And that, that comes down to coaching structure and what they're doing on, on the training paddock. Yeah. Obviously, it's not working. And the, uh, it, it looks like now that the players still have the talent to keep themselves competitive, yeah. but they don't believe in what they're doing. It seems like whenever they throw out the, the, the game plan, they just start playing unreal footy. Yeah. But they're doing it too late. They left themselves not enough time to chase. They, another 10 minutes, they yeah. win that game. Yeah, ten, yeah exactly right. I, I had that in my notes. 10 more minutes, and they win that game. Uh, moving on to the Friday night blockbuster, Parramatta 42, the Cowboys 4. Take it away, Josh. Oh, God, the Cowboys are awful. Yeah. They may be the worst team in the comp for mine. I know the dogs are down there, but at least they have some heart. Like, the Cowboys, everything about them screams stale to me. They're a Jason Tormalolo long-term injury away from just becoming the Gold Coast Titans. 100%. Like... Michael Morgan's out. I know he's a great player, but he's not gonna he's not gonna make him a top eight side. No. Um, Holmes is either injured, out of form, or both. He's got he's got punted to the wing. Yeah, this week. he's on the um, wing. I don't know what's going on. Like they have so many issues. They have so many old players who look so over it. Yeah. And I think this might be a case where a, a genuine coaching change might fix something up. But I don't know. I hate this, to be a Cowboys fan. This Cowboys team right now reeks of 2009-2011 Sharks. Yeah. Paul Gallen, one decent outside back, and and a whole heap of mediocre shit that just needs yeah. to get out of there. Yeah, I mean, who, who's uh, six and seven? Is it, it's Drinkwater. Uh, jo- uh, Drinkwater's Drink a good player. Scott Drinkwater. Yeah. Um, and that kid, Clifford. Um, Clifford. Yeah. Look. So there's some talent there, but it's not talented enough. And this is that's the absolute problem with them is that 
they had Drinkwater playing fullback last year and he was playing really well. Yeah. And then they went out and spent a million dollars on Valentine Holmes to put him on the wing. Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense whatsoever what they've done. Val started shit hot, but he just. He hasn't offered anything since those first two games. And I don't know if that's anything to do with the playbook or the players around him just not lifting with him, but you'd think a player like that, he could lift a crap side to be a good side, and he's not. No, and that's that's the thing with Valentine Holmes. Probably the most disappointing signing for me because when he left Cronulla in 2018, he finished sixth in the Daily Ems. Yeah. And I thought he was... You go back and you have a look at some of those games where he just lit teams up and didn't pick any points. He got twenty two tries. Yeah. in his last season. Yeah, and it's and he had ten assists as well. Yeah, so he got he got his double double. But you, you're looking at that, and and I know he went overseas, and I know he put on a bit more weight, but his comeback is in good shape. Yeah, there's some there's something wrong with him. That something stinks at the Cowboys, right? Yeah, I think it's Paul Green. Yeah, for that, and, and that's what they say: the fish rots at the head. Yeah, so there's something that on the flip side. They, they played the best team in the competition at yes, the moment. Yes, I mean, Parramatta, I don't want to admit how good they are, but yeah. they are unreal to watch. And and you, you take Brad Arthur, right? And and Brad only two years ago, Parramatta were in the same position that the Cowboys were in. Yes. And he just made some smart signings, and he backed his players, right? I don't think the Cowboys have the players that they can back at the no. moment. But he made, he made some smart signings. He got Mitchell Moses in. He put Clint Gutherson at fullback after he tried him in the centres and he didn't do anything. Yeah. Gutherson's the form player of the competition. He is a joy to watch. He looks like he's just having fun out there. Yeah. Like he just he just goes, oh, there's a there's space out there, cut out ball, bang on the chest, try. Like, yeah. And I mean, he's he's come out of lockdown fresh as a daisy. Yeah, he looks good. That haircut though, <laughs> just let go of it, cut though. You know, <laughs> let go of if, it. If I was playing that good, I wouldn't give a shit how I yeah. looked. I mean, he's going to earn a lot of money. He's going to play for the next what six seven years yeah. at that Parramatta club. He'll be he'll be the captain. I mean. Look however you want, Gutho. Yeah. Unbelievable. Ryan Madison, what a buy that was. Regan Campbell-Gillard, though. Where has he come from? Where? He sucked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was awful. Pen- Penrith fans, and, and I have done some searching from Penrith fans and Regan Campbell-Gillard, and they were like, we'll drive him to Paramount. Yeah, yeah. I bet you'd go and pick him up as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's not taking anything away from Penrith, but Campbell-Gillard is amazing. No, we got. I think people forget he did get it. He played Origin he for played, a reason. He like, just played for Australia as well. Yeah, like he, he's a gun forward. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's starting to get... I think he had that big issue with his jaw. Yeah. He became a bit of a cat after he got knocked. He wouldn't run in hard to people. Correct, yeah. But he just looks like he's got that confidence back. He looks big and strong, hard to take down. Like a Matt Pryor yeah. sort of uh, build. Um, loving it. But I mean, the, the thing for him is Campbell Gillard's always been the second hit-up man. Yeah. He never takes the first hit-up, right? When you got Junior Paulo taking that first hit-up, fucking sign me up to take that <laughs> I will run that second hit up. He is massive. And for the bloke, he's got one of the quickest play the balls in the competition. Does he? Yeah. There you go. He's got what Junior Polo has got one of the because one, he doesn't get to the ground, and two, when he gets to the ground, he's got this uncanny ability where he hits his gut and just bounces. Yeah. It's like he's, a trampoline. Yeah, man, he's so good. Um speaking of fun players to watch, Mike Acebo. Oh. I'm glad he's not a one season wonder. He is so much fun. I mean, so, some of those trials are a bit walkover, right. but like I mean, a lot of wingers still wouldn't have scored those. Like yeah. he just ran over Kyle Feld about eighteen times. Yeah, like, loved it. He um he's an incredible athlete. Yep. Uh, but he's like twenty six. Yeah, he's, I know. But he is the size of a truck. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, this this is the scary thing about the NRL players these days because I had a look at Mike Acevo. He is the same playing weight as Luke Thompson, the new Canterbury 
prop. Jesus. <laughs> Imagine if he went over and played on the wing in the Super League. Yeah. He'd oh, kill people. He'd, he'd score 85 yeah, tries. It's just, it wouldn't be fair. Um, what, what's even more fun about him is his post-game interviews because you don't understand a word he says. I haven't actually ever heard the man speak, but it's, I'm sure it's... it's so quick. He must it's be so, so quick. shy. Yeah, so shy, so nervous. Uh, this Parramatta team is fun. Yeah, they they'll be, they'll go close this year, and it hurts to say because I hate Para, but they are very good, and they're the best team to watch. Yeah, and 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 even still, like I know they got they end up getting dusted by the Roosters, but they gave the Roosters a hell of a game, they and they will learn from that. Yeah, and I think that though, if they come up against them in the finals again, they'll they'll know how to get them done. Exactly right. Uh, Five thirty on Saturday was the Warriors twenty six, the Broncos sixteen. Sign me up for some more Blake Green revenge games. Oh. I don't know. What are the Warriors thinking about potentially letting him go? Because he's Isaac Moses. He's oh, an Isaac okay. Moses footy player. So him and Gerard Beal have been tapped on the shoulder to say, you're not needed for 2021 unless you change managers. Okay, that's fair enough. I respect that from the Warriors. Yeah. Um, but seriously, if Blake Green plays for the Broncos, yeah. they the Broncos win. Yeah. Like, he was the difference. Yeah, he was the best. And and Million Dollar Milford and Brody Croft, you know, obviously a big signing. Brody Croft's not living up to it. Got completely outplayed by... Blake Green, who had no 5'8 partner. Cody Nickarima went off early. He went off like five minutes in, Yeah, he? HIO. Uh, I'm loving the Warriors when they get wins. Like, they just, they play with so much passion. You know they care. Yeah. And it must be so tough for them. Like, I feel so bad for them. And they're probably my second team now because of being able to get the footy back um, underway. But the, the Broncos, to their credit, I thought they actually had a go on the weekend. Yeah. It was probably the first time they actually looked like they were trying. There's just so many issues with that side, that club, top to bottom, that I wouldn't be surprised if they ran last this year. I really wouldn't. I, I wouldn't care if they ran last. That would that would give me so much enjoyment because those bastards deserve it. <laughs> they've they've been in the competition since nineteen eighty eight and they've missed the finals twice and this is the time that their fans are having a meltdown. Yeah, um try being anyone else. Yeah. Try being a Sharks fan, try being try a Try being Titans a Bunnies fan. fan. Yeah. They got kicked out. They got kicked out of the competition. Came back and won all the spoons. <laughs> the West, the the West, Western suburbs Magpies yeah. were dreadful and had to merge. The Dragons suck. Like this, this is peak Broncos. And right now, NRL Twitter is my favourite place when yeah. the Broncos lose. Um, the Warriors, though, they just you didn't get that vibe from them that they were a team that was stuck in the middle of nowhere that had to come into Australia and self isolate in Tamworth. Haven't seen their family since what the beginning of May. Yeah. Stayed in the competition an extra week when they didn't have to, just so we could complete round two. Have gone through and been spanked, sacked their coach under you know difficult circumstances, yeah. and on top of that, had no Roger Tuivasa check on the weekend. That's the that's the other thing that people aren't you know aren't talking about enough. Yeah, um, I don't know if that says more about the Warriors or the Broncos though, because is that how bad the Broncos are that they couldn't t- capitalize on that, or were the Warriors just good? I think it's a little bit of both. The Warriors, the Warriors wanted it more, Definitely. and that, that's what it came down to. And they had they had a legitimate try taken off them. I thought when you know the, the decoy runner slipped over and Milford fell over yeah. here. Milford wasn't going to stop that tackle. No, Milford absolutely. And, and if anyone thinks that Milford was going to stop that tackle, you're kidding yourself. Not in the form he's in. No, he wasn't going to get anywhere near that. And I know they got the ball back, right? And I get that. Yeah, I'm glad they then went on and scored. Yeah, and that finish from Kemal Marlow, I thought it was out. That that was. I think that was the difference for the Warriors that they've got both their big boys back oh, on yeah. the wing. They yeah. know how to finish. They get their sets off to a great start, especially without Roger. They needed them, yeah. and they and they provided, and that's why they won. Yeah, Momalo had something like 200-something running metres, but his kick returns were incredible. 
And I know, I know David Fusatu is big and flashy, and I know you want to put him in the centres. Bloke's not a centre. No. Bloke is an unreal winger. You've got to winger. keep him on the wing. Yeah, he's an unreal winger. As you said, the Warriors, are, they've got to be everybody's second. If, if the Warriors aren't your second favourite team, you've got no heart. Yeah. Um, that was fun. I don't know where Brisbane go. They're not playing finals football this year. Not a chance. Sacking Seabold, whatever, I don't know if that's going to fix that for Can they afford it? Well, they're the Broncos, mate. They can probably afford anything at the moment. Yeah, five years, though. That's got to be some change. Yeah. Um, this is rock bottom for Brisbane, though. They, they, you know, Brisbane have missed the finals before, as we said that for... Not like this, though. No, they have never been... In, this is their rock bottom, and it's really enjoyable. And if we, you know, if we hadn't have spanked the Titans, it's the Spoon Bowl this weekend. Yeah. Do, do you think... What did you think about them crying, so the tears afterwards? I think it showed a lot of, you know, disappointment. Yeah. And the players know that they can be better. Yeah. But I also as well think that there was a bit of crocodile tears in that. Yeah, I, I think maybe with Alex Glenn and that, but Brody Croft was dead set sobbing. Yeah. Like that, you can't fake that. He, he's taken it to heart. Yeah. And I like it. I, if I was a Broncos fan, but at least the boys give a shit. Yeah, look, with, with Brody Croft, for mine, I thought he was just hugging Adam Blair and they, they've yeah. made. Brody Croft actually showed that he cared. And, and you have a look, he's taking the brunt of the criticism from the Broncos fans. Yeah. He's the only player that gives a shit. He was the only one that he's stood trying, up training. He will always have a go. Exactly. Milford's fading. Milford is I not involved in the games. And and yes, I know Brody Croft makes mistakes here and there, but he's the only half given a fuck for that team at the yeah. moment. Yeah, he's putting his hand out. He'll always take the kick. He'll take the run on the fourth tackle yeah. when no one else wants to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you had to ask me which half I'm dropping, I'm dropping Milford. 100%. Yeah. He's he's chewing up more money and for producing... Less, for less. For yeah. producing less. And at least when we had this discussion with our halves... At least our million dollar man was still doing something. Yeah. Just the rest of the team around him yeah. were. Um, moving on, West Tigers twelve, Penrith nineteen. I don't care what anyone says. This was a shit game. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty hammered on the weekend. <laughs> so I was floating in and out, and I didn't really know what was going on. But I did see some, like most. I saw enough of the game to make some comments, and I thought the Tigers actually put a, a good account of themselves. Yeah. Like they're they're not the flashiest team, but they've got a team full of hard workers. And yeah, they've got a team full of guys that, are, like we've been discussing in prison, they give a shit. Yeah. Um, they've just got some idiots in their team. Yeah, and 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 as you you know, as we're we're pointing out here, this game is it's not going to be remembered for a battle of the West and two teams that hate each other. It's remembered for stupidity. Yeah, and that that's really what it is. And I'm glad something like that actually bowled over because seven thirty on a Saturday night, I needed my time back. That game, yeah, nearly put me to sleep. Well, and I'm an old man. <laughs> But it nearly put me to sleep. I mean, it was probably the most interesting thing that happened on, on the Saturday's games, like besides our game, obviously. But, well, yep, we've had a little bit of a malfunction here. Yeah. Um, BJ Lalua. Idiot. He's, a, he's an idiot. He's a great player when he wants to be. I don't know what goes through his head sometimes of just floating in and out of games. If he, if he put in 100% every game, he would be the best centre in the game. But... I feel like sometimes he just he thinks it'll just happen. Yeah. And he's got to remember these versus another first graders and they want it they want it more than him most of the time. And when you turn around and say, I'm the best center in the game, you put a target on your back. Yeah. And when you've got when people know you've got a brain snap in you, they target you. Now another thing about BJ as well is he bombed a try. He bombed a certain try. Yeah. The winger was open. Yeah. And again he did his dummy and they belted him. Yeah. I wonder if he's thinking about the grand final as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I tweeted that straight away. Yeah. I said, well, if anyone's going to bomb a, an overlap, it's him. Um, the, the, the thing that set him off, though, let's, let's talk about all the incidents in the game. 
There was the uh, Zang Tedavano shoulder charge on the Tigers player that sent him to hospital. Yep. It wasn't a shoulder charge. His arms wrapped. It yep. was just the guy was falling. It was a penalty. Yep. Sufficient enough. Happy it was enough a penalty. Yeah. The match review committee looked at it and said no. Yeah. You know, it doesn't need to be charged. I'm happy with I'm that. I'm happy, yeah. Um, Luciano Leilua, Le- Le- I honestly thought he was milking that. Yeah. And they called for a stretcher for a bloke who got tapped on the cheek. Yeah. And... I don't think it, it was high, but it wasn't. If it was falling and it was it was being tackled. It was a penalty. I'll yeah. cop that yeah. and move on. And that, that that's what I you know I I love Josh Robbo and I know Josh Robbo listens to this, but I did get stuck into him because he's saying, "Well, what were you supposed to do? Not whack the bloke in the face." Yeah, right? I, yeah. And I know I know accidents happen, but that's why it's called a high shot. Yeah. And it was a penalty. That's what penalties are for. You that's what make penal- contact with the head. It's yeah. a penalty. It doesn't matter if he's falling to the ground because Coruscant was falling as annoying as, well. as those is because sometimes yeah. you go, "What is he supposed?" To? He was if he wasn't falling, the, his arm hits the chest. I get that, yeah. but he hit the head. Yeah, and the other thing as well is if I think it was Isaiah made the tackle. Mm-hmm. If Yeo doesn't make that tackle, Leilu is in the act of scoring. So Coruscant is actually sticking his arm yeah. around to try and stop, stop the ball. The shot, yeah. Now he hit him in the head. It's a penalty. I thought Leilua made an absolute meal of that though. They called it. They called a stretcher for that. He, he didn't come back on, did he? No, he failed his HIA. Yeah. So like, I, I get why, and that's what kind of set BJ off originally, wasn't yeah. it? Was the fact that his brother got hit, it fired him up. But that's when you've got to keep your cool. Yeah, exactly. Get, right. And get the win for your brother. And Coruscant went over to apologise, and BJ Leilua pushed him away. Pushed him. Away. It's you know, and and I get it. I get it. If you see your brother take a shot like that on the field, your emotions are going to run. Percent. But all, all that, you know, you saw that afterwards from Leilu. He wasn't smart enough to read the situation. He wanted to make the big run. Yeah. Penrith let him do it. He wanted to put the big shot on. Penrith didn't let him do it. He wanted to have a fire. Yeah. And Penrith left him alone. Penrith went to the other side of the field and left him out of the game. And then he went and dog-shotted Because he, he couldn't get involved in the game. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to go and take a run and try and make some meters for his team. He wants to try and hurt someone. Yeah. That, and what were your thoughts on the shot on Edwards? Oh, it actually gets worse the more I look at it. Yeah. Like at first I go, that's pretty soft, and then you watch it again, and you go, that... he's not looking. No, he's not looking, and he cops him right on like on the on the cheek. Yeah. And it would have hurt. Like BJ's a big dude, and Dylan's he's a pretty small kid. Like yeah, it's it's probably like it's the equivalent of you not looking and me whacking you yeah, right exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. And that would fucking hurt. Like... <laughs> and 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 maybe Edwards made a bit of a meal of it as well. But, but he had every so right. He to. had every right. To... It was stupid, and you knew it was. The worst part was you knew it was coming, and he wasn't going to go and pull that shit on someone like James Fisher Harris. No, was he? No, no. he's going to go and get the smallest bloke on the field. Do you do you think it should have been a send off? Yes, absolutely. Because of what it was, ten seconds left. You could have sent him off. It doesn't impact the game, and you send a message at the same yeah. time saying you can't do that shit. Yeah, and and he's rightly been given four weeks for it. Yeah, I mean my fantasy team hurts. So I do have BJ. I've got a soft spot for him deep mm. down. I know I'm talking a lot of shit about him. I love him as a player. When he's on, he's unreal to watch. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Dan and I had the, the heated discussion in the preseason of who was a better signing out of BJ Lure and Curtis Scott. They're both shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on. We have Manly 12, Newcastle 14. Um, another controversial game. Another idiot stepping up to the plate. Yeah, look, this was actually a pretty good game. I did fall asleep in it because I was hungover. Yeah. But it was still good. Like, I enjoyed it. And I watched the highlights again. Um. I thought it should have been a penalty, yep, but absolutely. I mean, he's still got to kick it. I know yeah. they're saying it cost him the game, and that Dean Ritchie idiot mm-hmm. or bulldog. Uh, the article said, uh, you know, all the ga- all the times Manly have been cost this season. Like, it doesn't come down to one decision. You know, you've got eighty minutes. I know it's a cliche. Manly had enough football to win three football games. They had enough opportunities to win three. They football led. Games. They led it uh, at a point, didn't they? 
Uh, I don't know if it was 6-0. I, I, I can't really remember a lot of the game because like you, I was coming off a pretty bad hangover. I know Cherry came back on after he got sin bin. No, Newcastle scored first. Yeah. Evans leveled it at when after came back 6 on. and then it went 14-6 to, yeah. to Newcastle. So they didn't lead the game, but they were... I mean, I thought both teams were pretty shit. Yeah. I, I, it wasn't actually a, a good game, but because it was scrappy, it made it kind of fun. Yes. But um, oh, merely just they're, they're nothing without Tommy for me. Like... Ruben Garrick's not a fullback. I don't know why he's not playing Brendan Elliott at the back. Uh, Garrick's he's quick, but he's got nothing to him. Yeah, look, Ruben Garrick is. Well, I'm trying to find his goal kicking stats, but he's under seventy percent. And last year he was he was a freak. He wouldn't miss. I know, and but he's been dreadful from the sideline this year. So yeah. even there, it was a penalty, right? But he's not going to kick that. Well, they was well, I don't know. They were saying that that Daly was going to take the kick. That's what they were saying, but I don't know why. But maybe he would have been a better chance. Cause... Well, I mean, Cherry Evans is a clutch player, though. Yeah, he? exactly. Um, now, Adam Fanua Blake and Turbo sent off at the end of the game, but it's now revealed that not only did Fanua Blake have one goal at the referees, he waited and had another go. I only heard about this like just this afternoon. Yeah, well, that, that's when it came out. Ray Hadley snitched. What was the, I don't want to say it maybe on air, but what did was the second part that he actually said? So, on the field, he caught him effing artards yeah and then in the tunnel he caught him effing blind spazzes right okay but the fact that he didn't go into the sheds and he waited to have that second crack that's yep. where and the NRL are going to come down on him apparently there's going to be a further punishment well they want to they want to make him go to special needs class yeah. kid, to hang with kids why would why would any kid want to spend time with this idiot exactly right but the, the thing for mine is that back in the the 80 the late 80s early 90s blocker patted a referee on the head and, and told him to to fuck off, yeah, and was given five weeks. He's called him an F and, an F and whatever, yeah. and and cop two. If Philandy steps in here, he's my fucking hero, yeah, because he need he needs five or six weeks on the sideline. For I mean, that. Did anyone need more of a reason to hate Adam Fanua Blake? Like, it's what I what I what I challenge anybody in who about because there's people on Twitter defending Adam Fanua Blake, saying mm-hmm. that you know you should just get over it. It's heat of the moment. Okay, go to a business leader in your organization when they say something that you don't agree with and call them a fucking whatever yeah. and see what the repercussions are for you because you probably won't have a job. No. Now, I'm not saying that, like, you know, I'm not saying that um, Grant Atkins is more important to the game than Adam Fanua Blake, but Grant Atkins holds a high place in the game. He's the got... best ref in the game for me, just quietly. Absolutely. And you and I say it all the time on Twitter, it's backed up. He is a brilliant referee He and he holds... A lot of power in the game. Now he's not paid as much as Adam Fanua Blake, but he's just as important. You can't go up to anybody and say that to him without having a repercussion. But this just shows how dumb Fanua Blake is, though. That he's going off at Grant Atkins. He didn't make the decision. He the sent it up to the yeah. VRF. So he's not even saying it to the right person. Like he's just an idiot. Like, and it sucks that he's such an unreal player. Yeah, because he's phenomenal. Yeah, he but is he's a piece of shit. He is an absolute piece of work. Um, I don't want to talk about Manly getting dudded too much because there's no more enjoyable thing than Manly getting fucked over by a referee. Oh, I love it. Um, Newcastle, for mine, they've got a lot of work to do. Now, every week, Dan and I say they are a few players missing to be a top four team and a contender. Yeah. That's evident. They, they're plugging the gaps with players like Kurt Mann, yeah. but it's going to let them down in the finals. Yeah. He's not the kind of guy that you've got two minutes left, Pierce has been tackled on the fourth or the fifth, and you're looking... To Kurt Mann, yeah, he's not going to win your game. No, and you you've got to have a look. That, uh, you know Newcastle's position on the ladder is justified by one what their coach has done, yeah, and two that the squad that has been building for a while. 
a team like Cronulla absolutely pummeled Manly last week. Yeah. Newcastle should have done it. Theoretically, on paper, Newcastle should have done the same thing. Yeah. I feel like Newcastle are fading already. Yeah. They've, they started so hard and fast after the break. And they go, oh, geez, maybe they are. You know, they're looking all right. But they just... I don't know what it is. They're, like, they're just lacking polish, I think. Yeah. And, and Ponga has been disappointing. I've been pretty outspoken with I think he's a pretty overrated player. Mm. And that's not fair to him because it's the media that do it. He's a good player, no yeah. doubt. And he will be a great player for a long time. But he's not providing probably what his pay packet is now. Yeah. I mean, what, is he getting paid a million? 1. Ne- 1. Next year. Next, next year. Yes. But essentially, he's a, he's a million dollar player. And he's not giving you what that that what that should. Yeah, and Gus Gould nailed it. Gus Gould nailed it when he said he doesn't know what he's doing out there. No. Nah. You know, the, the good players, the good fullbacks, even still we're talking about Ryan Pappenhausen because I'd take Pappenhausen over Ponga. I would, moment. 100%. But he just gets himself involved in the game, whereas if, if things aren't laid on a platter for Ponga, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, he, when he gets on those edges and the defense is uh, backing away and, and sliding, mm. he, he's unreal because yeah. he can just go, oh, hit this bloke, he yeah. just go step or in, strike. Yeah. But when there's a good defensive line that's set that knows what's coming, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't have that bag of tricks yet. Like, he hasn't got the kick. Yeah, he hasn't got the he hasn't got the strength. He's a strong. I mean, he's a strong guy, but he's not going to beat a big, strong center. And and the other thing is, well, when you talk about that defensive line, he tried to take on the edges of Joel Thompson and Curtis Sheeran, and two guys who are established in that manly defensive yeah. line, and have turned that manly defensive line into what it is yeah. tough to crack. He just didn't have the answers, unless they're versus Cronulla. Yeah, correct. Uh, and the final game of the round, the Dogs ten, South Sydney twenty six. The Dogs are crap. South Sydney are okay. But the biggest takeaway from this, it's around origin time and we're getting origin Gagai. Oh, I hate Gagai. 303 <laughs> metres, man. It was incredible. And he got, what, 102 of them on the last minute of... The... He didn't even get the winger of the week this week. Like, how he didn't get in the New South Wales... Oh, the, sorry, not the New South Wales. How he didn't get the NRL team of the week. It just... It smacks for he, he was very good, but it's so hard to, to talk about teams that versus the Dogs and the Titans and size like that because they suck. Like, yeah. the dogs were awful. Yeah. And, I mean, and I've, uh, people say they're weak, and I'll say it as well. Like, the dogs always have a crack. Mm-hmm. And you can be proud of that if you're a dogs fan. You should be proud of your team because they're shit. Mm-hmm. And they still put in, and they still get close. You know, they score tries when they shouldn't. They just they just lack so many pieces to the puzzle. Oh. And I wanted to ask you, if you were in charge of the dogs, what's the position that you, you go for first? You have a million dollars to go and sign a gun. What's the one position? Halfback or hooker? It has to be hooker. Yeah. Like they need a gun hooker. They, they're playing care at fucking Holland at hooker off the bench. Yeah. He, he's a shit centre, let alone a shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the worst part about it is a girl I used to go to school with is married his brother. Oh. Right? So, really nice family. But he's awful, a gorgeous man. Awful, he's awful, gorgeous. Yeah. A great goal kicker, you know, but he's just, he's so shit. They're, they're, but their spine, you know, will hop a whitey out. That, that Bulldogs team yeah. is gone. That's everything good about the Dogs yeah. comes from Will Hopalite. I mean, there's there's not much of it. Like, Kieran Foran's in a, in, in a renaissance. It, he's he's playing well. Yeah, yeah. Kieran, like, he's not he's not back-back, but Kieran Foran is back. He's playing well enough that he, you, he, you would give him a contract. You'd give you him a lot of... The, 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 the worst thing that the Bulldogs could do is turn around and go, we'll halve your salary. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. So, you've got a piece of your spine there. You've got Will Hopalite, who's got the best hands in the competition. Yeah. He's a great ball player. He's a great runner. Gets you 170 metres. Yeah. Such great soft hands. You go, you're right. It's it's hooker or halfback. Probably more hooker. You're right. But I think they need one to 17, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> I mean, you, there's some pieces. And I'm going to be interested to see what Thompson does. They've got some, you know, they've got some okay players. Like, I like Josh Jackson. 
I'm I not, do, I do. I'm yeah. not going to take that away. I like Ranoff Tamanga. Adam I, Elliott has surprised me. I thought he was dog shit for yeah. years, but he has really, like, the last like, 18 months... And he's months, ball playing. Yeah, he can, he can throw a pass. And I he, mean, he, he, can, he, he can kick to the in goal and they yeah, can get a we've try. Seen we've seen that, haven't we? And as well, he's got he's, he's probably got the second biggest schlong in the game. <laughs> that video is good pace. It's a yeah, good pace. pace. I'd be swinging that around if that was mine as well. I'm not giving this game any more time whatsoever. We've got some news. BJ Leilua, four-week suspension. Um, we've said that justified. The NRL today has said that they're going to step in for Adam Fanua Blake. Hopefully they add an extra couple of weeks, fine him and, and make him... Uh, I, I know you say that the kids probably won't want to be around him as well, but he definitely needs to do that to see... Yeah, yeah. You know, what, uh, a part of my job is recruiting into those kinds of facilities, so we get to go out and tour them. Mate, the the, the people who work in there are incredible, and, and obviously the participants are incredible as yeah. well. He does need to go in there and get that eye open for him. Uh, they, I think I also saw to, uh, this afternoon that if he gets these uh, two-week suspension... Yeah. The third game, they're up in the Gold Coast or up in Queensland, and he hasn't got his flu jab. Yeah. So he can't... So it'll be three weeks out, essentially. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, Omri Gula has uh, a broken leg from a tackle the NRL physio put up today uh, that said that these kind of tackles need to be outlawed because he wasn't braced for it, and the third person came in and hit him quite higher. I hate those, those yeah, third man in. Like, no, like, unnecessary If, if you're coming for a third man and you go for someone's legs, you're a dog. You are a dog. You are a, Third man in, whack him around the hips. If you go for their legs, you're a dog. Yeah. Simple as that. Uh, the Broncos CEO, Paul White, has said that there are contract clauses and performance clauses in Anthony Seabold contract. Anthony Seabold has come out and denied that. What the fuck is going on at that club? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great. Yeah, it is. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Paul White has said... There are absolutely performance-related clauses, and we'll review them at the end of the year. And Seabold's like, "Well, I've got my contract here. Yeah. There is nothing in them. I am secure for five years. Who's lying? I'd, I'd be inclined to, to back Seabold on that. Yeah, I but, know. The way that the Broncos administration is, I'm backing Seabold. And I'm worried that, that Paul White was potentially going to be uh, the NRL CEO. That yeah. scares me. Yeah, please get out of here. Uh, Valentine Holmes has been shifted to the wing this week. It's, if anything else, it's funny. I, I've got to say, I'm loving it yeah. because um, as a he broke our hearts. Guess, yeah, um, he broke my heart. I loved that man so much, and um, I would have had his babies. Um, yeah. And he can get fucked. Really, go and play on the wing. Uh, he went away to to go back home. Yeah, he's back home. He's playing in a shit side. He's got a shit coach. Yeah, and but they suck. He, he went back to be with his best mate. Who's married? They're they're the you know they're, they're both dating the sisters yeah. or whatever. Surely you look at that team and go, ah, it's not worth it. No, if if Val was in our side right now, we'd be a top four yeah, side. We we'd be killing it. Yeah, we'd be absolutely. I mean, he had his pick of the teams to come back to. Yeah, there isn't a team out there that would have said no to Valentine Holmes. Yeah, there's someone someone would have found a way. At all, every team would have found oh, a every way. team would have. I mean, I know I know the the Knights have got Callum Ponga, but are you telling me they couldn't put Valentine Holmes at fullback and Callum Ponga at the six and just make it work? Yeah, every team would have been falling over. But he had to go home to be with his best mate. Suck shit. You're on the wing. For, to... You're on the wing for an 18 year old rookie. Eat it. Eat <laughs> a dick game, Val. Yeah. Who wants to live in North Queensland? It's in a shithole. It's a shithole. Like... Townsville, Cairns, Mackay, shitholes. Sucked in there. <laughs> um, before we get into the tips, we've got some Twitter questions for you. Okay. Now, you've seen some of these questions. Yeah. So the first one comes from our good friend Reed, who says, Would you rather have sex with a goat and no one find out, or not have sex with a goat and everyone thinks you did it? I think I could live with myself having sex with a goat. 
and no um, one ever knowing. I think yeah. I could live with myself. Yeah, being called a goat root would be pretty <laughs> awful. <laughs> Even if there was no denial. Oh, there's a goat right here. Hang yeah. on. <laughs> um, how did you get your Bradman nickname? Um, I think you gave it to me. I didn't did. You? Yeah, I, did. Um, I was I was dating a girl uh, who was out of your league. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'm not. I'm not. You are a handsome, handsome Thank man. Thank you. But she was. She a, was shit hot. She yeah. was fucking twenty out of ten. She was. I mean, she was way too good for most of the people that we know. Yeah. And so that's how you got your nickname, Bradman. Because oh, you I'll were you it. were batting. Yeah. You were like the Trent Merrin when he had Sally Fitzgibbon. I think I was even worse. Yeah. Yeah, it I mean, was. Trent at least probably has a big dick. Like yeah, I mean, she, <laughs> she was incredible. Uh, Solo Dan has asked, why are we so handsome? Uh, just genetics and we hang out with people like you, Dan. Yeah. Um, parents are hot. Yeah, that's it. Um, now, this is the question that we've been waiting for. Okay. If you had to pick between the 2016 champs, Leicester or the Sharks, which game would you most want to attend and why? Um... Well, so she's saying you can pick any Leicester game, yeah, in that or the, season or the grand final. Well, I went to the grand final, yeah. So I would probably still go with going to the grand final. Yeah. I mean, any Leicester game that season, I probably would have liked to have gone to um, Jamie Vardy's eleven in a row against yep. United. That yep. probably the I reckon that would have been rocking. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think the, the grand final just the Sharks have been with me for my whole life. So yeah, the game. Yeah, I know. And, and I remember you jumped on the list of bandwagon the season before they won. The I, I actually, I jumped on round two or three of the season. Oh, right. Okay. So I, so I remember you came on the forum and said, what teams most like Cronulla? And, yeah. and most people said Leicester and they both won the yeah, fucking yeah. league. It was the best year of my life. <laughs> um, the game that I remember from that season from Leicester though, and obviously was beating Liverpool, but it was when you beat Liverpool two nil at Leicester and Vardy hit that fucking oh. volley. And I and I mean, Mignolet, yes, I mean, fair enough, he was out of position. But no, the I'm only person that. who was going to score the goal that year was Jamie Vardy. Yeah. And it, we threw everything at you. We had all the possession, all the territory, everything, and you won two But that's goals. what worked for us that year. Yeah, it just showed how good you were. Um, What makes you think you can hold a candle to Southo Dan? Oh, I don't look like a foot, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. <laughs> Love you, mate. <laughs> Do you have the skinniest legs on Twitter? I think I've got the skinniest legs ever. I mean, my budgie inside has got better squat, squat definition than you. Yeah, look, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are an incredible specimen of a human. I'm though. a skinny man. I think I do well considering how skinny I am. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um... From our friend Habib, which zoo animal would you steal and how would you steal it? Oh, I'd probably just... Probably a penguin. I don't yeah. know. Toby Rudolph said you'd call a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> just, put a, just put a tux on, yeah. sneak in there. Yeah, just take it. Yeah. Um, and the final question from Gazda, I love this question. Would you rather all of your shirts be slightly itchy for the rest of your life or use one-ply toilet paper? Uh, one ply. Well, I've got a dirty asshole anyway. Yeah, so. um, and he can fold one ply. <laughs> uh, getting on before we uh miss uh finish this podcast. Sorry, let's tip the round by the Sharks game. Um, Thursday night Cowboys versus Roosters. This is gonna be a Roosters bounce back. Yeah, they're gonna big, win this big game. time Roosters. Yeah, yeah, they'll 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 give the Cowboys a hiding. Um, this is gonna be a fun game. Six o'clock on Friday, Titans versus Warriors. Oh. This is a hard round yeah. to pick. It is a hard round to pick. Look, the Titans suck, but they do 
there's something about them every now and then that they've they've got. They've, I think they're well coached. Yeah, I think they've got a shit side, but they're well coached. I like Justin Holbrook. I do. I think he'll if he can get some good players in there. I think he'll do a good job. But um, he's got a five year plan that's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, I, I hope for the Titans. So yeah. like, they deserve some good. Like yeah. you know, they're they're. They've had a lot of shit go yeah. like go wrong for them. I I'm gonna go to the Warriors though. Two of us to check back the big the that big back three they've got. Yeah, I'm, they'll, they'll stand I, right. I'm gonna go to the Warriors because I think now, I think now it's hit them. They're not going home. No, right. They live with it. They've lost their coach. They're not going home. They had their rock bottom. They've come out and towered up the Broncos. Yeah. And if they play that same game plan against the Titans, I'll beat them. They're, they're, we beat the Titans with a simple game plan. Go forward in the middle, hit the edges, strong kick They'll returns. beat themselves. Yeah. They'll beat themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Ash Taylor and, and Jamal Fogarty will, will, you know, two people that I think that the Titans really need to build around, yeah. will be able to keep them in the game. They're not going to get belted like the Sharks no, did, no. but they are going to get beat. Ash is playing good. I'm really happy for yeah. Ash. He's been through a lot of crap, and I think he's a good kid. He looks fit. Yeah, he looks happy. Even when he's making mistakes, at least he's, he's smiling now. And I hope, I hope he has a good career. Yeah, same. Um, seven thirty. Oh, sorry, eight o'clock kickoff on Friday night. South versus the Tigers. Now, this on a form matchup. This looks like the Tigers are going to walk over them. But there's something about South. They hang around in games. They're not the most talented team, and they want to get back in the top eight. I I, I don't like South this year. I, I, I mean, I, I don't seen... like I don't like South at all. No, I haven't seen much of them. But who have they beaten this year of, of, of any note? They, they haven't. They barely beat us. They barely, yeah. We, we beat seen. ourselves. Yeah. Um, they, they've... they've beat the Bulldogs? Cook, yeah, they beat the Bulldogs. Well I think done. they beat the Cowboys. Yeah, like the... Cook's off. Yeah. Uh, Reynolds' kicking game has been unreal. Yeah, Reynolds, probably kept him in games. Yeah. Alex For, Johnson's been one of their best players and I want to get rid of him. Yeah, and I think it's because of his the, the contract that he signed, but... He's on big cash. He's about six hundred grand, uh, and, and we've got a bit of an AJ talk tomorrow night. Dan and I are going to talk about AJ, um, but I I think my head's telling me to tip south, but my heart's saying the Tigers are going to win it. I think the Tigers will be burning from last week. Yeah. I think that might get him over the line. Yeah, and and the thing is, they don't have the mental midget playing. No, so I think they'll get over south. Uh, 5.30 on su- Saturday afternoon. Strap yourselves in for a hell of a shit game. It's the Broncos versus the Dogs. Oh, come on, Dogs, please. <laughs> yeah, please. please. Put the Broncos please, on the bottom. I'll give them a chance. Yeah. I, I genuinely give them a chance. I, I, I give the Dogs a chance because they have heart, but I'm picking Brisbane because they have talent. Broncos, if their talent does anything of note, they'll win. Broncos on paper are a top, a top 16. They on are, paper. Everyone was calling them top. After the first two games, I was like, this is a top four side. Yeah, but they they are missing for feeder. I'll give him that. Haas is he's waning a little bit. Yeah, but they they're using you can't play Payne Haas for eighty minutes. And they have to his credit, he has pulled him back the last yeah. two weeks. But you're gonna kill the kid by his twenty five. You, I mean, they need to they need to honestly. The Broncos, well, apart from last weekend, because he played more minutes in the first half. Well, he played all forty in the first half. They yeah. need to play Payne Haas exactly how we play Aaron Woods. Yeah, twenty five, thirty off, twenty five. Yeah, that's it. Because that, that it makes his carry stronger. I know yeah. he carries well all game, but it'll just give him that little extra punch. But you even have Jason Tom Lawler has a big sting on the sideline. You, the good the good forwards have to have a sting. Someone's got to follow it. Like someone's yeah. got to back him up. He, yeah. he puts in that big sting. Someone's got to come and say, "Come with me." Yeah. If that's Matt Lodge coming off the bench, I don't know. I, I mean, even still, I know we had Paul Gallon, who was an eighty minute lock, and he was the original workhorse. But there was even still, there were times in the game 
where Gallon would sit himself out of it apart from fourth tackle in the attacking yeah. territory. Yeah. He's got to, he's got to find a way <laughs> to, to yeah. conserve himself if he's on the pitch still. And, and I, look, honestly, at South, you thought Seabold was going to be one of the best coaches in the uh-huh, competition. Yeah. He's gone, he's gone to Brisbane with that insane roster and doesn't know what to do. And, and the one thing that he should be doing out of anything else is working out Payne Haas is one of the best forwards in the comp. Work it out. Figure it yeah. out. He just can't figure he just it keeps, out. He just keeps uh, dropping wingers instead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and 7.30 on Saturday night. This is going to round out a really good Super Saturday. Raiders versus the Storm. Oh, that is juicy. Yeah. Um, it's in Canberra as well, I think. With with a bit of... With some crowd back. Yeah. That'll be... I still like Melbourne. They've got the greatest player of all time on their team. Pappenhausen will be fired up. Jerome Hughes is starting to play... Jerome Hughes yeah. is starting to play some good footy. Um... Canberra need to lift. Yeah. They, they need to lift big time. Um, I don't think they have it in them. One of the things that Canberra do have, though, is the edge over Melbourne recently. Yeah, you're and, right. But they've won all the games in Melbourne, and they also beat him last year's prelim. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with the Raiders on this one. Okay. I'm going to tip the Raiders. Fair enough. Uh, Josh Hodgson needs to lift. He, oh, he's, he's been dived. Ever since Sturlow crowned him as the best, yeah. he's turned to dog shit. Yeah, and ever since Sturlow crowned him the best, the best has stood up. Yeah, and like, why he is the best. Put the crown back on. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Uh, I can't wait for Melbourne versus Parramatta because it's going to be a battle of King Gutho versus the King. The King. <laughs> yeah. Uh, four o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Knights versus the Eels. Sign me up for this game. Oh, if, it's if, in Newcastle. If Newy can can lift to where they were just after COVID, mm-hmm. um, I give him a big chance. It just it all hinges on Ponga. Yeah. If he turns up and he puts on a masterclass, they'll win. Unfortunately for me, and unfortunately for the Knights, I think the Eels are still... I mean, these are the two teams that I despise the most. Oh, yeah. Um, and I hate I, I hate Ponga. I, li- yeah. I, I like him, but I, I just think he's a prick. I'm going to pick but the Eels, though. I, I, the Eels will win, yeah. but if the Knights can, can play at their absolute peak, they are a genuine yeah, chance. Just, yeah. And we're going to round off the footy with the Dragons versus Manly. Now... Uh, five weeks ago, you told me Dragons versus Manly. I think Manly are going to win this game by 40. But Dragons now, win this. Yeah, now with the injuries, Adam Fanua Blake's suspension. Tommy's still out. Yeah, uh, it brings the Dragons into the game. I think I think the Dragons have actually built quite well over the last three three four weeks. Mm-hmm. They've, they're showing some signs. They've put Ben Hunt starting hooker. They've got McInnes at lock. I yep. really like that. Yep. McInnes is a beast. Yep. He, he just he plays hooker, one of the best hookers in the game. He's playing lock, and one of the better uh, running meters. Like, he yep. just he just carries blokes. I, I think the Dragons will win this, and I'm putting me down for a and Aiken double. I, uh, look, I flipped a coin at work today, and I got Manly, so I flipped it again, and I got the Dragons. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Going with, I'm going with the Dragons. <laughs> Uh, Joshy, uh, before we go, where can we find you on social media? What have you been doing? Tell us how we can get in uh, touch with you. Twitter, um, I'm Obi underscore Josh underscore Kenobi. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Star Wars or yeah. just Josh Bowling. I'll, I'll be around. You'll see me. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, Josh Bowling, whatever. I yeah. don't care. Uh, thank you for filling in tonight. You My have pleasure, done, mate. You've done a better job than Dan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you've, done, <laughs> you've done a better job than Dan could ever do. We will get you back on. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, mate.